three. Welcome to Ketchup and Mustard. Today is a special episode where... Come on, keep going, keep going. Okay, okay. Where we... Torture. No. No, we don't torture ourselves. Where we, we're, we're talking about the man himself, Bruce E. Norris. Woo! Yay! Okay, we did it. That took a lot of effort. And it shows, but <laughs> I didn't want to lead it. But at the same time, like you weren't leading it, so okay. So today we're this is a little special, a little special. It's episode. gonna come out in our in not week, a wrong yeah. Sunday, alternate Sunday, yeah, yeah. And it's about a special on the author Bruce E. Norris, who, as you know, wrote the book what lurks below which which... is our first episode if you have not listened to that go do it right now or don't it's up to you i don't control you i think it's pretty funny considering it's our first episode yeah um so how do you want to format this episode lexi do you want to go um the meeting of bruce e norris or the twitter of bruce e norris i don't know i mean i kind of go with the meeting first but we found the twitter first I think we could do the Twitter first. Okay. Because I feel like there's a lot more juiciness in the meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, me and Alexia, we were, like, chilling out, eating lunch together one day. And we are like, I wonder if Bruce E. Norris has a Twitter. And so, I searched, I searched Bruce Norris, right? I could not find him. But I searched Bruce E. Norris, and I could. And his at... If you want to go follow him and send him lots of love, if anyone only love, if anyone sends any hate to him, I will, I will, I don't know, block you on all accounts. I don't know how to do anything threatening. We'll but, make you a negative. No, we won't shout you out. But that's not nice, you guys. We'll shout you out, but not you. We'll say someone wasn't nice, and we'll guilt you. We'll yes. guilt you real hard. We'll report you to the but cyber you bullies. Send him some love. That'd be really nice because he's a a nice person. He is. Um, so his at is Bruce Norris Boo One, right? So I saw this and I was like, no, this is you know, like Brucey e. Norris, that's not him, right? Like literally it took me like she's we've looked at Brucey e. Norris and two names popped up and it was like Bruce Norris something like and one then, or whatever. And then it was Bruce Boo One and I said it can't be the Bruce Boo One. one. And we like laughed, you know. But she clicked did, on it. It and didn't it have was. a profile picture either. Yeah. So, so we, we thought, thought like for sure like it can't joke. be him. But you click on it and it goes Author of What Lurks Below and Escape Socotra Island. Contact. And then it's an email. And so we're like, wow, this is our Bruce. <laughs> so on his Twitter, there's no profile picture, but there's like a bunch of things advertising his book. And there's like different little... I don't know if he really knows how to use Twitter that good. He's a very nice person, but like obviously technology is not his forefront. And understandably. But he has this on um, one tweet. Um, I'll, I'll read, I'll read you a selection. One of them is, um, Bloodfoot stood at the helm like a proud buccaneer, navigating with only the stars in the sky to guide his way. Hashtag escape, 
just hashtag escape and then there's like a space so it doesn't <laughs> all it's not all one hashtag escape Socotra Island so like that's a cute little tweet a little sample from his book um yeah and then there's like other gems like he goes hello friends like pirate adventures check out escape for Socotra Island Aww. avail at rosedogbooks.com amazon barnes and noble and he has a picture attached, which in the in the tweet, it doesn't look like it's a screenshot. It looks like, you know, it could be like a picture. But when you click on it, it's a screenshot of his phone screen. <laughs> and so, so I don't know how, how much of a good look you got at that. Do you think he uses Sprint? T-Mobile or Verizon? Well, I didn't see it that well. No, show me again. No, you have to guess. Uh, I think he uses Sprint. He does use Sprint. Yes. He has two little blips in his thing, two bars. He took the screenshot at 4.55pm. He <laughs> <laughs> had 54% power. And he has an AOL account. He has a, an AOL account. Um, yeah, I just think it's really cute how, like, he just took a screenshot. It's kind of funny. Um... But it's fine. So then he scrolled down a little bit. And you know he doesn't have a profile picture. Well, here's where his backstory gets explained a little bit. <laughs> so it says, um, call me crazy, but I can't figure out how to add my pic to this tweeting Twitter. <sighs> I know the tweeting Twitter probably was probably, part was probably ironic, but like still, you can't... <sighs> We should have offered to put it on his Twitter. I didn't want to do that. I think it's charming. <laughs> um, and he obviously has a bunch of more advertising. Um, but then I, you scroll down a bit. And you get to the wall of just... Well, first you hit one. You hit one. Thanks for following. And you're like, okay, that's kind of cute. Someone followed him and he said, thanks for following. Then you scroll yeah. down a little more. Right? And it says, like, join my Facebook page at Brucey Norris. Okay. And then you scroll down a little more, and it goes another thanks for following. And then, I want you to guess how many thanks for followings oh in a row there are. Uh, 18. T no, not 18. 12? No, it's four. Oh, okay. <laughs> it goes four on, on April 30th, 2015. Thanks for following. Cheers. Then on... April 26, 2015. Thanks for following. Cheers. This one has an exclamation point. He didn't say thanks for following to you? Oh, wait, you never followed him. I never, never followed mind. him. And then on the 25th, he says thanks for following. Cheers. And then on the 5th, he says thanks for following. Cheers. So, like, he doesn't have that many tweets. He started in 2015. But, like, that's, that's nice. Every time someone followed him. Not every time. He has, like, 52 followers. So, it's not every time. I guess every time someone important followed him he said thanks for following cheers which i thought was very nice so that's our little spotlight on his twitter i hadn't seen the twitter by the way she didn't let me look at it yeah i think it's very cute and i want you guys to go follow him and send a nice message if you please if you wish only nice messages only nice messages nothing mean also don't mention our you. podcast <laughs> yeah, maybe don't mention our podcast. Although, I do want him to know that, like, genuinely, he seems like a very nice person, and he his book wasn't that bad. It was very interesting, and it had a great plot. It kept us intrigued. 
at least we wanted to know what happened yeah whether yeah considering it was his first novel he did because we found out he did not win a pulitzer prize yeah okay brucey norris and brucey norris are not the same man there's Bruce E. Norris, the Pulitzer Prize winning playwright, and there's Bruce E. Norris, the author of What Lurks Below, what Lurks Below. and Escape Sakutra Island. I don't know, sure. So, yeah, probably. Um, yeah, they're not the same person. Bruce E. Norris, who wrote What Lurks Below, was a rock star. <laughs> He's been in two bands that he told us about. He told us about three, but I can't for the life of me remember the name of the second one. The first band he was in was called The Letter F. No, it wasn't called The Letter F. It, it was, was called just F, F, but it was just The Letter F. Yeah. I tried to find the music and I couldn't, but I did find a band that was called F! Exclamation Point that was, like, punk. I don't know. So that might be it. He was um, also in another band called Clowns. With a K? K-L-O-W-N-Z. And they all dressed up like clowns. <laughs> And I thought, how could this guy, like, he was amazing. Why did he give this all up to write a book about an alligator? Okay, well, you know why. Now we know why. We know why. So, he wrote this book on a dare. He was reading A Thousand Leagues Under the Sea to his kid. That's not true. Yeah. His kid was reading it. Oh, well, his kid was reading it. I'm then calling was... bluff on a thing that we both read. <laughs> I thought that he was reading it to him. Sorry for that. No, his, his son was his like son was reading 11 it. or so and at the he, time. I think he asked for help on it or something. Maybe. And then the kid was like, oh, I dare you to write. You probably couldn't write a book. And the dad was like, Bruce. I'm a try. Bruce. He, he was like, I can write a book. And so about he started so writing he wrote a book. a book about a stupid little alligator who is not stupid. I was just saying that because it was, like, silly at the time. <laughs> and um, his son was, like, not amused or whatever. But then he, like, had the little a bit of writing around his house. And, like, people would come over and they'd see it and they'd be like, wow, this is good. So then eventually he wrote it over, like, six years. Six years. Into a full um, novel. And because um, he never written a book before, he wrote songs. He wrote songs for his bands. He wrote songs for like European bands overseas. Um, he claims one of his songs was stolen oh by Ringo Starr, yeah. but he doesn't want to sue him to try and prove it because he loves the Beatles. Yeah, Ringo Starr, if you want to sponsor us, that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he seemed like a genuinely cool guy. We found out a lot of explanations about some of the things. We were concerned for oh, in the man. book. So we had questions, but they all ended up kind of getting answered before we asked them. Yeah. Like, um, one of them was, were, were your characters, like, based on real people? And he answered this without, like, prompt. Like, yes, all of his characters were real people. Like, his dad was Virgil Goodman. And um, they, they joke that his son was Bloodfoot only because... On, like, a boating trip or something, his son's foot got, like, bitten by a dolphin. I don't know what it got bitten. It got, like, cut or something, but he started getting blood on his foot, so then everyone started calling him Captain Bloodfoot. Yeah, something like that. But it was his son, and I think that's amazing, because I made fun of the name Bloodfoot before, but it has a backstory. And that's also probably why all these other characters have backstories, because they're people he knows. Yeah. Who was Skip? Oh, it doesn't matter who it actually was. Probably his friend or, like, somebody who worked on his dad. Because if his dad is Virgil Goodman and owned a tugboat company, then Skip and everyone's probably just the workers. 
Yeah, so, like, he knew all these people, and, um, yeah, and also he told us that we were, we asked about, like, movie offer, off, bloop, blop, bloop, we <laughs> asked about movie offers, um, and he said that he turned down movie offers because he had, like, requirements, right? Yeah, he didn't want it to be anything, like, CGI-ish, he wanted it, because when he thought of a movie for the book, he thought of, like, movies like Jaws. Because Jaws didn't really... Ha- you didn't see the shark that often, but it was still scary. And he didn't want, like, any, like, fake animation type thing or anything because he thought it'd look bad. And that's what all the yeah. movie companies were trying to and sell him. And his other one was that he didn't want, like, a shaky chasing camera. Yeah, he didn't want that. And so he... This company was like, we'll make a movie. And, um... They showed him, like, what they wanted to do with it. And, and he was like, no, 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 no. And he walked away. And he was like, maybe that was dumb. But it's like, you know what? I commend that. And... Okay, on the spelling errors. We found out who edited this book, and it was kind of basically a group of fan kids, boys, girls, I don't know. A fan club. Club? Yeah, it was a fan club club. that wanted to edit it for him. So that's probably why Mayor was spelled wrong one of the times. Yeah, and he talked about how, like, there was, like, a symbol in the book that you can't even get on a computer or something. But it still showed up. I don't know. I don't remember seeing it. Maybe I do. I'll look for it, if anything, but... Yeah, but, like, that makes sense, and he said... We, like, someone asked him, like, if you regret... Like, do you regret anything in the book? And he's like, he wouldn't change anything, because, like, it's... what What's written is written, and that was him in the past. Like, that was his book. And yeah. so, like, of course, in the future, he's always gonna try to improve and stuff, but, like, that was... That's what it is. Like, there's nothing you can change, really. Yeah. Yeah. And there is going to be a sequel, but there's only going to be one sequel. Yeah, he's not going to, like, cash in on this. Yeah. There um, was, like, a spinoff like that. I, the Sakutra Island one isn't a direct sequel, but it's, like, a spinoff with Captain Bloodfoot. Yeah. But then, like, the sequel's the second one he's going to write, and he's just going to write different adventures after that. Yeah. He sounds like I'm... You know what? The the other book he was talking about was, like, about, like, a camp or something. Teens? Me? Night? Scary? I don't know. It sounded cool. Was this after I left or before? It might have been after you left. Mm. He wasn't, he didn't talk a lot about it, but he did talk about it a little bit. That seemed pretty cool. But this kid, okay, he published it by just literally sending his book to a publisher. Wasn't it Hemingway's publisher? Yeah, Hemingway's publisher. Because he was like, Hemingway got books like this published, so he just sent it over to Hemingway's publisher, and they were like, Sure. And they published it. He didn't get an agent or anything. Yeah, it was, like, in the one of the smaller publishers under that publisher, but it's still pretty impressive. Yeah, like, he got a book in print. Yeah. And, you know, for all that we made fun, it was a fun, it was a fun time. It was a fun read, and he seems like a genuinely cool guy. So, thank you, Bruce E. Norris, for writing that novel. Because, like, I think even you understand... How ridiculous the plot is. And ridiculous doesn't mean it's bad. We love ridiculous stuff. Yeah, that's the whole point. And, and like, he wrote it to be exciting. He said that, like, he didn't want it to be boring. Like, that was his only goal, was to make it exciting. He added all those extra details in it because he thought that books shouldn't have just one plot. Like, it can't just, just all thinking be about about how, like, He said, like, everything in that book was based on, like, true events and it could yeah. all happen. And then, what'd you say? <laughs> okay, because he said, everything that happened in the book has happened to me before. And I, like, freaked out. Like, somebody's peed on you before? Like, you just blurted it out. <laughs> and he was like, 
yeah, of course. And Plenty then of stopped, times. And then he stopped and he was like, wait, that was in the book. <laughs> so, like, this kid doesn't even remember half the things he wrote in it. That's probably why he's like, you know, what's in the book is in the book. Yeah. It's whatever. And apparently he has, like, fans from all over the country. He's, like, gone over to California to meet, like, a book club of fans. And it turned out to be, like, old ladies. And they just, like, had some alcohol. And they all sat down <laughs> and sat around for, like, hours talking about his book. Like the, he was so excited when people actually liked his book. Because he never, he never was in it for, like, to get popular. He was in it because first his son dared him, and then he thought, I could try writing a book. And then he wrote it, and he sent it off, and he was like, I can't wait to get rejected. And then he wasn't rejected. And then, you know, it really is like the story of an underdog. Yeah. 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 I, I don't... Do we have anything else? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, oh, I have something. Oh, what? So he told us a lot of stories about his band because he kind of, like, we, we didn't go into it thinking we'd ask him about it because we had no idea, obviously, but it just kind of got, like, super interesting. And so I don't know if you left at this point, but he talked about how, like, I mean, I have it written down because, like, I knew I would forget <laughs> the specific names of the bands that basically his, he was with a manager and these, like, kind of popular bands kept, like, asking him. Yeah, okay, so apparently Marilyn Manson, before Marilyn Manson was, like, big, like, asked him to, um, to, like, open for, open for him. And, and his, um, his manager was like, no, 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 they'll never be big. And then look now, history, whatever. Yeah. And then, like, the same thing happened with the Misfits, too. Also, I have in my notes alligator fighting a pan- a python. Alligator fighting a python, which I think you left at that point too. But I definitely left at that point. We got into the topic about like which would win, an alligator or a python, and everyone was like arguing, and he was like, "Oh, I saw that once," and we're like, "What?" And he was like, "I was driving down like a road. I won't say the road because I don't want to say where he was." Um, and he like passed by. <laughs> An alligator fighting a python because South Florida, of course. Why couldn't he put that in the book? That would have been cool. That would have been cool. Um, and he, like, couldn't stop because he was on, like, a, a road that you can't, there's, you a can't highway? stop on. I'm not even sure if it was a highway. Something like that. It's like a, a expressway, a highway kind of thing. That it doesn't, yeah. It's not like a main road. Um, and so he just slowed down to, like, watch it for a bit. So he didn't get to see who won, but it... That sounds pretty rad. Yeah. Well, this kid's like, seen some shit. I like this guy's living. <laughs> okay, I think that's it, I think. How long is this? Oh, it's not that long. Um it's only been like twenty minutes, but it's a special episode. Yeah, it's just a it's a little it's a little taste. Yeah. So that has been our little spotlight, our little catch 'em catch 'em up. Maybe we'll have a name for this. Um, on Bruce E. Norris, the legendary. <laughs> um, thanks for, thanks for their music, Kevin McLeod. 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 McLeod, maybe the E is silent. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, from Incompetech.com for Pukatori and Friends, thanks for that, and... Um, as always, tweet about the show. We don't, like, have any advertisement because we don't have any money. <laughs> um, so that'd be really nice of you. And leave us a rating. Yep, I think I forgot to say that last episode. So, 
Sorry, oops. Um, I thought we were... Oh, wait, wait, never mind. Don't worry about it. Maybe the future episode. I think it was one of the future episodes, TBH. Oopsies. Well, time is all not existing. Time is irrelevant in this universe. It's okay. We live in the audio realm. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.